welcome to the Wellness Routine Podcast. My name is Emmy, and today I wanted to talk about confidence. It has been such a huge player in my life in so many different ways, and it's been such a, I want to say, tumultuous journey to get to where I am now, not just because of so many outside situations that I've been in, but there's always a through line with confidence because if you are grounding your confidence in something real and something stable in your life, like yourself, then there is that through line. So I wanted to talk about it because it, it's been, it just the journey has been long and I've gathered so much knowledge and I just, I also have innate knowledge. I, I absolutely, I mean, this could be kind of a self-fulfilled prophecy, but I really love astrology. I think it's just absolutely fascinating. You know, it's, there's a lot more history to it than um, popular culture really kind of uh, brings attention to. So I don't, I don't like to belittle it because there is information that I have found really helpful and beneficial in, in that, you know, in astrology and, um, how that's played a role in my life is, I mean, I knew I was a Capricorn from a very young age and my mom and my sister were into astrology, just kind of, you know, in our life and education and my friends and stuff, um, really, really liked it. So I just really enjoyed learning about it and understanding that because I was a Capricorn, I had X, Y, and Z traits. And so again, kind of playing back to, you could call it a self-fulfilling prophecy, or you could call it, you know, something that I've always had because I have, I do feel like no matter how many times, um, my standing in society has tried to beat me down and make me less confident. Um, and it succeeded. I mean, it succeeded for a long time. I've moved away from that way of thinking and I'm really kind of grounded in my own self-confidence. Um, once again, think, thankfully, <laughs> um, because life is a lot more complicated when you're not feeling confident and stable and resilient. Um, And it's not like we can always feel that way. I definitely have, you know, days where I get carried away by um, self-limiting beliefs and fear, thoughts, all all that stuff. But I, my journey with it, I feel like started as a kid. I'm an older sister. And so I had that sense of, um, I don't know, I just had a sense of assuredness. I I'm not 100% sure if that's a word, but um, I was just very, I was a very self-assured kid and um, it had a lot to do with the fact that my mother was just absolutely incredible and would not only uh, tell us how beautiful we were, but tell us how smart we were and how funny and how kind and how loving. Um, and so hearing all that stuff and really instilling, you know, the traits of a good human being in me, I, I did go into the world and I did go into my life feeling, feeling like I knew who I was and I 
didn't have a problem making decisions and taking the lead. I really, you know, even to this day, I, I'm a very efficient person and I like things to be done in a organized order. I like to be able to plan. I like to know what's ahead of me and have a big picture of, you know, idea of whatever I'm getting into, whether it's a project or going grocery shopping or, you know, if I'm going grocery shopping, I need the list and I need to know what I'm going to cook. It's, it just, I like, I like having a plan because it does lend to me feeling more in control and me feeling, you know, more confident in the decisions that I'm making. So something that I really wanted to touch on in regards to confidence is I want to say that confidence isn't just born one day. It's practiced over and over again. It's a choice we make each day again and again. It's a skill, a muscle we must put effort and intention into each day until we get so good at it that our confidence confidence can run on automatic. So it's not, you know, even though some of us were born with, you know, an innate desire to lead or a confidence in ourselves and a trusting and a knowing that we can go out in the world and do what we want. You know, so much of that comes back to parenting and so much of that comes back to home life as a child. And we all had such different experiences. And so I can't speak to yours in particular, but I can say that what I'm going to talk about and how I practice self-confidence and confidence in general in all aspects of my life is applicable to every person no matter what your stature or age or race or gender or whatever it is, it applies to everybody and we can all start doing little things each day to start feeling more confident because if for me, the way I would explain how I felt when I was at my kind of lowest uh, self-confidence era in my life it felt so rocky and so terrifying each day because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't, I couldn't quiet my mind. I could, I didn't know if people hated me or not. And so I would always assume that they did. And then I was trying to overcompensate and I would just feel terrible. And there's so much to, there's so many little things that we can do each day to begin our journey or continue our journey towards ultimate self-confidence, just stable, grounded self-confidence. So if, for me, a big one is gratitude. So if you're grateful for your life, you, if you're grateful for your health, your journey, your story, or any feature or attribute that makes up the incredible, unique, smart, loving person you are, you are on your way to confidence. If you stop comparing and start appreciating, if you filter your social media feed, very big. If you start taking steps to better your mind and your body and your soul through the food you eat, the books you read, the music you listen to, the way you move your body, and the quality of people you allow into your life, you are on your way to really stable, grounded confidence. The the way that I practice gratitude in order to help center myself and 
you know, make sure that I'm living my life for me and I'm taking care of me and I'm, again, feeding that self-confidence is, you know, especially when I feel myself starting to dive headfirst into self-judgment or shame or embarrassment or self-criticism or self-hate or comparison at all, I try to stop and start practicing gratitude because I need to refocus my attention. There is an endless plethora of opportunities with social media and our and our, you know, access to 24 the 24-hour news cycle. There's so much access to um compare ourselves and it's almost I mean, I know for me at least as a teenager, that was that was just the the thing that you did. You would look at magazines or you'd look on your social media feed or whatever it was, and you would compare yourselves and think about all the things that you wanted to be like. You wanted to be like this celebrity, you wanted to be like that celebrity. It wasn't ever kind of looking at yourself and being like, What do I love? What brings me joy? What brings me happiness and fulfillment and contentment it was how can I be like this person and you're always I mean you're never going to be anybody else the beauty of your life is that you're you that is incredibly exciting and that's what self-confidence will allow you to really see and so I like to I like to talk or I like to write down my gratitudes. I try to do that daily. Sometimes, honestly, because I've been practicing this and just paying attention to my thoughts so often and so much, I have gotten to a point where I can just like reread the the um, gratitudes that I have from a previous day and that'll give me the same jolt of excitement and energy and lust for life and just like you know excitement about my own life and the things that I'm doing and building and creating um I absolutely I'm I've mentioned this a lot but really curating your social media feed and getting rid of unfollowing anybody that isn't lifting you up and isn't giving you direct inspiration. Um, I don't think that it's the time when you're working on your own self-confidence and building yourself up again, either you have people around you or even, yeah, around you, but people who you follow on social media that are either body positive or that look like you. So whatever your, you know, your body shape is or whatever, especially when it comes to that because I know as a woman who has healed from an eating disorder and continuously makes efforts every day to to not dive back into that um I definitely for me it was big to not have not be following people that didn't look like me because I would start thinking about what they were eating or what and try to try to mimic that but you, you, there is no quicker way to take the joy out of life <laughs> and to take the joy out of food than to start trying to be someone else and try to live somebody else's life. There's, there's so much beauty in our own lives and, and in the everyday things that we do that we can, we can start this little thing by appreciating one or two things each day 
And what that's going to do is it's going to give you it's going to give you a boost of self-love. It's going to give you a little dose of self-love and that's going to be a game changer because if you're that's stable ground that you're starting on, right? You're not looking to anybody else in the morning to tell you how great your life is. You're not looking for likes or you're not looking for your partner or your parents to tell you how good you're doing. You're giving that to yourself. So in that that is very stable ground that you're building on. Another thing that I do is spend time doing something for myself every day, whether it be making a delicious, nutritionally dense meal or doing my skin routine or skincare routine or um, reading for 30 minutes or going for a walk or spending time with my cat. I make sure to do something that makes me feel like I'm in love with my life. Again, building a very solid foundation there, it's it it's definitely a game changer because the better you feel about what's directly in front of you, it the better you the happier you're gonna be. The the more you're gonna come from so say somebody comes up to you and and or I guess what's what's a good situation? Maybe your boss um needs to talk to you about something and they need your opinion on a project. That could mean, and it, maybe you hadn't had the project for long, you don't, or you didn't have a meeting yet with another person, and you you needed to to talk to them first, but you know the project's late or something. Um, there, you you might start feeling you know self doubt, fear, or whatever you know negative emotion comes up. You you can in that moment if you've done those things for yourself in the day say you woke up early and you made yourself breakfast and you you fed yourself something healthy or something that you loved um, and it makes you feel good and gives you energy for the day and you also wrote down two gratitudes or just even thought the gratitudes in your head what you're doing is you're coming from a more stable ground so you're going to respond differently than say if you wake up and you only drink coffee and you are caffeinated and you you know, are only focusing on you maybe you read the news first thing in the morning and you're not you're not grounding yourself. That's a big part of it is because when things try to shake you and situations and interactions with people try to shake you and even if not the even if they're not trying to do it on purpose, they're just existing and trying to get something done, it is it is gonna change the way you react and you're gonna feel you're gonna feel more stable and secure in your confidence and ability to to speak clearly about the the situation or whatever you need to um i've been practicing this next thing a lot lately i just made a decision i made a decision one day to stop beating myself up about my bad posture and do something about it i sit at most of the day i sit it in a you know, at a desk in an office chair and it's created, it's created obviously like some lower back pain, but it's also really messed with my posture. And I've always cared greatly about having good posture. It, it's, and I've actually read, I mean, I'm sure we've all at this point read, uh, and seen either TED Talks or read books or articles or whatever it is about how to have self-confidence and um, a, a big one that I've seen a lot is just having good posture because um, I've noticed 
week because I have I have um I'm trying to heal from it but I have anxiety and um CPTSD and it's something that uh has greatly affected me in my life and I really work on doing things that are small in the day to make me feel to make me feel more uh self-confident and grounded so that I don't end up in a in a situation where I'm having a an anxiety attack or a panic attack because I am so done with that life I am so done and I really am finding a way forward and self-confidence is huge for that and I know that you know a lot of people struggle with this most of I mean I would dare say most of the world struggles with anxiety uh in one way or another and so I've noticed that when I start getting stressed out I start kind of caving in on myself and and I you know my my shoulders collapse in my back rounds and I'll be sitting there and starting to feel really anxious in my body and then I notice it because I've paid I have paid so I have tried to pay so much attention to my thoughts I know that they absolutely 100% create my reality and I want to do something about it so I just make sure that I'm paying attention when things come up. And it was just a, you know, whenever, when you're starting on your journey of self-confidence and you do struggle with negative self-talk or self-limiting beliefs or um, somebody in your life that isn't being kind to you or some, or whatever, or CPTSD or PTSD or whatever it is, um, and you are holding on to an idea of, yourself that isn't ne- that isn't positive and that isn't uplifting or um, something that you can feel good about, then paying attention to your thoughts and giving yourself you know pay- giving yourself time to get really good at noticing when you do start having those you know self-limiting belief thoughts or negative thoughts about yourself, just giving yourself some being patient with your journey and just really allowing yourself that time to get good at being strong and being confident and being capable and, and really believing that because it is you you have you have to allow for space to not be good at something if you're not if you go into this journey being like all right I'm gonna do this and this and this and she told me to do this and this is what she does and now she feels great this journey has been years it is it's been so many years and it's still something that you know wants at me low self-confidence is all around me the the sorry the the opportunities for me to start comparing myself or start thinking negative or self-limiting belief thoughts um is all around me it's just about the choices we make and the realization that we are in a pattern and we do need to create a new pattern that's why we want to do these things and start for me going back to the good posture that for me is a really wonderful way of I mean, for me, it feels like I'm relieving stress when I notice that I'm hunched over and maybe I'm thinking negative thoughts. If I just take a deep breath, which is the next thing on my list, um, and just fix my posture, put my shoulders back, I do a little stretching, maybe I stretch my neck and just get comfortable in that new 
confident pose that you're going to be sitting in your chair or walking around in. Get your shoulders back. You know, maybe you tuck your chin in a little bit. And I like to look at myself in the mirror to, to check my posture because I do have, um, I think, I don't know if they call it tech neck or I, I it's just been a thing that I, you know, I, we've all, we all have some sort of form of forward head or um, hunched shoulders that sometimes when I do, sometimes when I do have, think I, my shoulders are back, they're actually still curved forward. So there's more we can do. We can go see a, an, uh, a chiropractor. Um, please be careful about going to see chiropractors. Just make sure that Whoever you're going to see is gentle and um, that that can, if you, you know, if anybody has specific questions about that, I just want to say that because um, it's always important to do your research about your doctor, about who you're going to go see and make sure that they have good reviews and that they're going to take care of your body like you would. And um, so yeah, good posture is been so great for me actually. I'm really loving paying more attention to it and it makes me feel stronger immediately I just feel like more powerful and just try it it's it's really wonderful I I it's such a small thing and it's lovely to be able to do a small thing and have it do do so much for me so another thing is the just deep breathing you know um if I do notice myself kind of spiraling out about fears or self-doubts maybe I want to start a new project maybe I want to do this and I'm just like what if this happens or what if that happens or I can't I'm never going to look like that person I just take some deep breaths focus on my gratitudes but take some deep belly breaths for like 60 seconds ground yourself center yourself say your affirmations say your gratitudes get back to you we are really bombarded by so many different so many different thoughts every day and also just so much different information and news and goings on goings on is that a word of other people's lives uh that we can lose we can lose the the focus of the beauty of our life no matter how normal it is. I mean, I'm sitting in my bedroom right now in front of my mic and, you know, I don't have a great setup, but I'm doing this and I'm not comparing my setup to somebody else's setup. I'm saying, it, if it works, work it. And I'm doing that. And, you know, you can do the same. Don't think you need anything in particular to start doing something that you love more often. You need the, the technical requirements. Like if you want to start a podcast, you need a microphone. You need a computer. You need a chair to sit in. <laughs> you can put it on a stack of books. You can, you, there's, there's just, I feel like um, maybe it's even school that teaches us that we need, we need to have, I don't know, certain stature in life or we need to have a piece of paper that someone's signed off on that, you know, it says you graduated or you did this or you did that. I did not graduate college. I didn't go to college. I didn't graduate high school and I got my GED and I have done a lot in my life and that's come down to self-confidence and kind of faking it till I made it because I know what I want to do. I, and that's changed a million times, by the way. 
I'm 33 and what I love and what I want to do has changed a lot in my life and I'm comfortable with that. That's some, one of the biggest things I think is like, uh, uh, and I'm going to touch on that in a bit, but just trying to figure out what you love is like that in, a, in and of itself can drive you crazy because for me, I have a, um, I think my, ooh, I need to check this. I think I have a Gemini moon. I do have a Gemini moon. Yep. My, I have a Gemini moon and it's always made me feel really like pulled in so many different directions. I love so many things so intensely and so deeply and it makes me feel like, you know, what do I pick? <laughs> but you don't have to pick. You, life will, uh, you know, afford you opportunities and you will be able to make decisions and um, the there is such a beauty in the chaos of life and you know and just taking stock of it and appreciating it for what it is we don't need to fit into a box we don't need to have an answer right now we just need to feel good and take care of ourselves and feel confident in in our you know misguided or guided attempts at whatever we do we are on a journey in life we do need to give ourselves some some love and some kindness and patience because, you know, just like the journey to self-confidence, it's nothing's linear and it's going to take the time it takes and it's more about the little actions that you took in a day to make yourself feel better and not so much about, you know, the end goal. Oh, I can't wait until I'm you don't want to do this. You don't want to say, oh, I can't wait till I'm self-confident and then I'll go do these things. Nope. <laughs> don't wait until you're feeling self-confident to, you know, that 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 day that you're thinking of where you'll have no self-doubt. There's always going to be that. You could be a CEO of a company. You could be whatever you, you whatever it is that you want to do. You're still going to have self-doubt. You're still figuring it out. It's just how deep that hits and if you can make a decision and move forward. Um, and that it doesn't affect you so greatly when, you know, somebody is, has low self-confidence, they're factoring in everybody else's opinions and ideas and, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And trying to weigh outcomes that won't ever happen. And um, instead of just taking a deep breath, centering yourself, fixing your posture, um, having some water, going for a walk, thinking about the issue at hand or the decision that needs to be made and creating, you know, feeling out and uh, a decision and just going forward and being like, all right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Again, this is the beautiful thing about this. Um, a, this is, this is for my ladies, this next thing. Um, I definitely was told growing up by a lot of people, oh, oh don't do that. It's not ladylike. Or, uh, you know, oh, be quiet, or don't talk about that thing. Boys will be boys. My God, I used to get so livid about that. Um, but there's a couple things there that you would want to break down. Um, basically, you want to start taking up space. So um, hunching over is also another aspect of not taking up space. You putting your shoulders back, you are taking, you're taking up more space, even if you're just alone in a room. And a lot of times I noticed that for myself, I would start worrying about, even if no one was around me, not taking up too much space. So 
breathe into it. It might feel uncomfortable at first. All of this might feel uncomfortable at first, but it doesn't matter. Everything is hard before it's easy. That That is life. And it's beautiful that you're listening to this episode and that you, you know, are striving towards more self-confidence in a really grounded way because we deserve that. There is nothing wrong with feeling self-confident. There is everything right with it. And it can be a rocky road, but it's so worth the work and effort that you put into it. So taking up space, not, not over-explaining, not thinking that you need to give everybody an excuse why you don't want to join them for lunch. You can just be like, I, I don't have time for that. Sorry. Or again, sorry. <laughs> this is an ap- apologizing is a big one too. And I, look at me. I already said it twice. Um, so, and that's a great, that's a great, you know, example of I'm on my journey and I'm, I'm kind of rocking, like being self-confident to be honest. I'm just full steam ahead, just making decisions and doing things and putting stuff out there. And I am in, I am in my like self-confidence era majorly. And, um, I still have these things that come up saying sorry or not taking up space. And I'm kind with myself when that happens. I'm not going to sit here and judge myself because I said that I'm not going to do that, but I do hear, I like, I, I can feel those thoughts coming up, you know, and I'm just, I'm actively not giving them the time to to exist. I don't attach myself to it. I don't let myself think it over and over and over again until it creates a feeling in my body. I let that go. I let it go. I start focusing on something else. I I decide I'm going to you know, if those negative thoughts come up, I just say, "Nope, we're going to do this. We got this. We got I like I got this. I got this. I got this." And I just go, go forward and, you know, taking up space, good posture, deep breathing, um, understanding that no is a full, a full sentence. You don't need to over explain. You don't, you don't owe any body an explanation or you don't owe anybody any details of your personal life or personal hardships or whatever they are. You do not have to, you do not have to, to, to give people as much information as we women think that we need to when when say we don't you know we don't say we don't want to do something typically we give a hundred reasons and then say sorry 10 times why we can't do that thing um, and then feel bad about it later and wonder if that person's mad at us do you think that's a good use of our time because I feel like with how powerful and intuitive and beautiful and kind and caring and intelligent we are that's just not a good use of our mental energy and our physical energy we could be doing some cool stuff if we weren't doing that and you know that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to start my journey and get back to my state of self-confidence I another another aspect of that is not not like trying to not not allowing myself to really exist in that people pleaser um mode (laughs) that I can absolutely find myself in a million times a day um not trying to seek validation from others and not trying to not trying so hard when it comes to other people just 
existing, sharing my thoughts when I think them, not holding back if I have an opinion, allowing myself to have opinions and to take up space in the conversation and speak up and not laugh at any jokes that I don't think are funny or not give people attention just because they want my attention. Um, That can be a big thing for women when it comes to men and, um, you know, having that having those boundaries and and understanding that we have just as much of a right to exist and feel good and confident and speak our speak our mind um than any other person in the room that is going to contribute to you know your self-confidence in a major way being able to share and contribute and say Uh, So if somebody, you know, says something like, uh, these are my views on this topic, and you genuinely don't feel like you agree with that, you can respectfully say, that's interesting. I don't agree with that. This is my take on it. Um, And share that. And you don't know what their reaction is going to be, but it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, protect yourself. Don't, Don't go you know, talking to people who you think are going to get violent or too aggressive about it because we live in a very polarized world and so talking about certain things can lead to more aggression nowadays than I feel like it really used to, um, just in, in a casual setting even. So I would say, obviously, there's a balance to everything, but if you feel like you're in a space where it's safe, speak up, you know? See how it feels. You might feel scared, but it's almost like, all you need to do is start feeling exhilaration and not fear and not telling yourself that's what you're experiencing. How this feeds in, so I, when I, when I used to, um, ha- I, when I was looking for a job and I was interviewing, something that I would use and take with me every time I went to an interview was uh, whenever, and this, I use this all the time. I mean, my gosh, I actually didn't even think about this one until just now because it's so ingrained in me. I do not tell myself and I do not allow the word nervous to come in and really take, take up space in my mind when I'm going to these things. I say, I'm so excited. I'm so excited over and over and over again, excited, 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 because the feeling of nervousness in your body And the feeling of excitement in your body is the same thing. You get butterflies, you get, you could get sweaty, you could get, but the difference is one's a negative thought and one's a positive thought. That is the only difference there. I think on, I, I might be wrong, but I think chemically it is also the the same. You get, you know, you you could get more cortisol release, which is the stress hormone, if you're thinking a negative thought. You could get more adrenaline released if you're thinking, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. You get to choose what word is existing in your mind. Tell yourself you're excited and see what happens. Um, that can apply to a lot of stuff like asking for a raise or whatever um, stuff that I have struggled with in the past. Uh, it's so valuable. That is one of the biggest things that I've done that has been so 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 good again it comes back to just making sure that that negative self-talk or that fear talk isn't happening um, without your express permission because it's your mind you get to decide what thoughts and what words are running around in your mind to me that's a very very beautiful thing 
another thing is to stop criticizing yourself for every little perceived wrong or mess up. There are no mistakes in life, only lessons that bring us to loving ourselves more, to being kinder to ourselves, and finding our inner peace and in our, our light and just understanding the good that we have in us and the things that we are capable of creating in our life. So that's a huge one to me. And again, it comes back to just monitor your thoughts. Monitor your thoughts. That is the biggest game changer here. Even if you're not feeling great and you're having those thoughts and you're letting yourself get away, you know, run away with them, like, I can't do this, I'm so scared. Um, I mean, a lot of that you need to stop and give yourself some some love and whether that's take a bath or take a walk or just get out of that get out of that space where you're thinking a negative thought because I'm I'm pretty sure that if you've thought through something, if you've planned something out, if you are feeling intuitively guided to a passion of yours, you you, you should go through with it. You should do it. And uh, you know, as long as it's safe for you and for people around you, the only thing standing in the way is is the negative self-talk. And the fear, because it's okay to not know what's going to happen. It's all right. And that's a huge part of life. And we don't need to shy away from it. We should embrace it and understand that and prepare ourselves for all the things that are going to come in life that are going to be unknowns. There's so much beauty in the unknown. It is just life, all of it. And if we're not embracing it and we're letting fear rule our lives, then of course we're going to find ourselves feeling self, you know, less self-confident. So that's a big, big, big player for me. Um, talking about passions, figuring out what you're passionate about in life and going after it, working on not listening to the self, you know, defeating thoughts, uh, something that I've done for longer than I can remember. I don't know where this came from, but uh, it's the biggest, one of the biggest, most powerful things I've done in my life. Whenever I need guidance or I'm not sure about something, I would like, before I go into it, it's a, just a little exercise. Think about something that you're wanting to do. Maybe it's uh, you want to start writing a book or whatever. Uh, just think about what you want to do. If it's something... Um, in particular, maybe you're scared about it, or maybe you already started doing it, but you're scared to continue. Whatever it is, close your eyes if you can, if you're not driving. <laughs> if you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> um, also, if you're operating heavy machinery or just anything that, you know, you shouldn't be closing your eyes. If you're in a space where, you know, you can walk away, you can pause this episode right now and just, you know, go on a little... Uh, I guess go sit in your car, go, go someplace private. Um, but just think about, close your eyes and imagine you are 72 years old. You are sitting in your vacation house, looking out at the ocean or a lake, thinking about your whole life and everything you've done. Do you think back to the time you were scared, but started a journey regardless or do you think back and wish you'd listened to your self-doubt and all of your self-limiting tendencies? Are you proud that you tried? 
that you were courageous and in that you learned so many valuable lessons that helped you grow and become the beautiful, multifaceted person you are. It's worth the leap. If you're not sure what your passions are in life, think about the times you've been the most genuinely happy. Were you writing a story or giving friends solid advice on hardships in their life, tapping into your intuition and giving them guidance? Or were you helping at an animal shelter, creating your wardrobe, or making teas and lotions and potions? Whatever you love doing, use that as your compass to direct you towards your passions. There are so many niche jobs in the world, and new niche jobs are being created daily. Your life is limitless, completely and fully. So don't allow all the self-limiting beliefs you have push you forward. And be gentle and kind with yourself on that journey. You deserve that. You would you would tell that to your best friend. I mean, I love thinking about that whenever I'm trying to whenever I'm trying to decide something or I'm not sure what to do, I'll just think I'll like close I'll just I mean, sometimes I don't even close my eyes. I just imagine myself, you know, as an older lady sitting on a porch, um, looking out at, it's usually a lake, and I just think about, I think from that, I stop at that point and I think back on my life. I think it just gives me an instant dose of perspective, and it is so valuable because all of a sudden, I don't care what, you know, this person in front of me thought of my outfit I don't I don't care if I'm getting dressed in the morning and I'm like well I've never worn this style before I I stop and I think it just allows me to have perspective and not not care so much about what other people think because again that's always going to happen especially when you're doing something new if you're not really good at it already you're probably going to have some fear and that's okay uh and kind of doing that exercise and thinking oh yeah, I'm not going to care what these people think. I'm not going to care what they think in a month or three months or a week, whatever it is. It's worth it to just go out and do it. It's super, super worth it. You're going to feel so excited and you're going to get a rush of of adrenaline and you're going to feel like you grew and you're going to feel, you know, pat yourself on the back. It's going to be good and it's so worth it. Really, really, really is. Uh, overthinking is a big, big, big one for me. Um, I, the biggest thing again is not allowing yourself space to, cause what is overthinking? It's thinking the same thought over and over and over again. So monitoring your thoughts and making sure that if you are o- overthinking something, that it's not a negative or a fearful thought. Plan it out, write down the pros and cons of whatever you're going to do, whether it's wearing a, you know, wearing a new style, think, all right, well, who's going to come up to me and comment on it? Okay, can I live with that? Yep, I can. All right, great. Or I'm going to, I want to start my own clothing line. What are the pros and cons of that? Okay, there's a lot, right? So just weigh out your options and see if you, I don't know, it's, this is the one life we get to live. It's so worth it to to do the work, to put in the effort and the energy, just like we do with our job or school, whatever that is, to, to 
be be really content human beings with our daily life and to be growing and meeting new people and meeting ourselves in new places and new feelings it's that's what we're here for and fear doesn't have to rule our lives it doesn't we can feel confident we can get there and you can get there and you know i'm sitting here as somebody who has struggled with this majorly and it's it's just practice over and over again you know monitoring your thoughts um writing a list of traits and attributes that belong to your ideal confident self and I would say try to stay away from body type elements or like physical beauty elements um, of that. So maybe you, if the confident person you are, describe them as they wear whatever they want and they are super stable every day. They just wake up and they just feel good in their body. They feel free. They feel confident. They feel confident in making decisions or they feel confident in their mental state or their mental health or their, um, you know, standing in life. They, they don't care what other people think. Write down those attributes and have them in front of you. Consistently remind yourself of that person and keep imagining that person and acting out what that person would do. Because if you have a visual of it, if you have a visual in your mind of that person, you're going to become that person quicker. It's, it's just going to happen. If you think about it enough, it, you're going to become that person. You're going to become that person because you're going to be practicing it every day. And that's what you're doing right now. You're practicing what you don't want to do over and over again. Um, meditating is a really big one for me. That's been huge in just trying to, in, in having help in, um, and, and time to focus more on, what's going on and all the chatter in my mind. That's really, really huge. Um, just listening to music and stopping and just seeing what chatter comes up. Am I talking about, you know, is my brain thinking of all the stressful things or is my brain thinking of the trip that I want to go to Greece and is just absolutely feeling like so much calm and happiness thinking about it. That's where I want to find out where I'm at so that I know how to accurately uh, take care of myself that day. And that's what you can do as well is just figure out where you are, take 10 minutes or five minutes in the morning to close your eyes and do a meditation. I, the best meditations I've ever done and will ever do, um, are the Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations. Um, they're on YouTube and I highly recommend them. That's, that's more of a guide. That's a guided meditation. So you can do that if that's what you love. Um, just giving yourself some time to allow your thoughts to stop influencing your emotions so much. Um, that's a big one. That's absolutely something that you can do to help yourself right now. So doing things that scare you are a big part of that obviously making you know faking it till you make it and just making it through them uh asking yourself like what's gonna happen are you gonna feel a rush of fear or cortisol or adrenaline and teaching yourself to embrace that feeling while it's happening and not have that be a stopper you know just understand that it's gonna happen and try to just embrace it because it can't it doesn't have to be a negative thing if you think about it it doesn't it's just a thing that your body is doing because you're having a thought. So 
if it's going to happen and you're going to do something anyway, you're going to be successful. And you're not going to lie to yourself and tell yourself, oh, well, I'm going to feel really great about it. And then I'm going to feel great forever. And then it's going to work out. It's like, well, just let's have some realistic expectations, you know, understand that you're going to want to take care of yourself every day and realign with your self-confidence and your self-love and your gratitude and your uh, self-care. And then, and then you're going to be working your way towards it. But it doesn't mean that we're not going to have little dips in our day. And it's okay. It's it's a, the beauty of life and it's a big one. <sighs> Trusting yourself. That's going to be a huge part of self-confidence for me is not, not thinking that I need to go outside of myself for, you know, big life choices or advice, whether it's like when I need to send a particularly meaningful text or I just anything really I, I I used to go outside of myself and be like oh I don't know what to do I don't know what I can't I can't decide and and just I've the way that I've practiced say let's take sending a text message to somebody that's particularly meaningful um I just started not overthinking it and just writing something out because I would I would write and rewrite and rewrite and then overconsider and then worry about outcomes about a text message. And ultimately, I got sick of that. I got sick of wasting my energy and time worrying about a text message. Now, that comes with, with age too, where you just stop caring so much about what people are going to think of you. You just, that's what you want to be doing is practicing just letting go of what others others think of you don't get don't look for validation don't look for um you know somebody to give you approval or tell you you know that the text is going to work out great or that people are going to love your outfit or that you know your business is going to work out just do it and trust yourself enough that you know and, and you got to kind of do it and find out right so I needed to send a text message to be like I'm not going to spend two seconds on this I'm going to write blah 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 send it. And whatever happened, happened. But we don't need to put so much weight on getting, uh, you know, being stressed out about the little things like that in life where, um, where we can just step in and be like, I'm going to make a decision and I'm just going to do this thing. I'm not going to weigh out all of the different options about how I could send this text message. I'm just going to send it. And, it is what it is. Let it, you know, let it lay and you will continue with your life and that person will take it as they do. But that's a big part of taking care of yourself is trusting yourself and not feeling like you need to go outside of yourself to, to get answers to everything and get validation and being told that it's the, okay, now you can move on to the next step, you know? Um, but truly, if it's that I'm doubting my intuition, my own sense of direction and allowing myself, you know, to think that I can't do something on my own, I just start trying to be proud of myself because we do have an innate knowing within us. And if we stop to, you know, stop the negative chatter, take a walk with no music and just allow our minds to drift through the question or the text or the decision to be made, we'll get there. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. 
and allowing yourself time to, to and to, to trust yourself and, and allowing yourself to prove that to yourself that you can be trusted. That's a big, big thing that you can do that's actually really easy and small. Um, so I would, I would try that if you have anything that you're mulling over right now and that you need an answer to that you're trying to get from somebody else. See if you can come up with an answer on your own because you are innately intuitive. Human beings are. They just need to stop the negative chatter and give themselves a moment to relax into their intuition um and it's not easy it's okay if it takes a while I'm just saying at least try it out and don't have expectations just just try it out and if you did pat yourself on the back and be like all right I didn't hear anything this time but (laughs) at least I tried um trying to not need reassurance from anybody else because I'm, you know, giving it to myself or just trying not to, to really rely on other people to build me up or, you know, make, tell me I'm good to go to the next level in the game of life or I can do this or I can do that. Um, just allowing myself to make those decisions for myself is trusting myself, is feeling confident in my own life and in my own skin. Even if I do have fears and doubts, I'm still making that choice and I do feel confident when I'm doing that. So that's a big one. But just, I mean, just to dive into it a little bit more, for me, breaking down confidence is, you know, feeling stable in our hearts and our minds and our lives our financial situations we need stability to be able to pull confidence out of our lives so there are a lot of times in your life where you might not be able to and again just be patient with yourself it's okay it's a journey there is nothing but honestly there is nothing that says that you need um x amount of money or a specific degree or a specific lineage or anything physical to be confident to feel confident Those things held me back from stepping into my power and my confidence for a long time because I was ashamed that I didn't fit into the society that I'm being, that I was raised in, um, in the blip in time where things are important that won't be the same things in 50 years. So stop worrying so much about social status or where you come from or what you have or don't have. Start defining confidence as a feeling of unwavering stability Create a list of the things that you love about yourself, or if you can't name anything, write a list of your ideal traits like I talked about earlier, and just things that you want to develop and write them in the present tense as if they already exist. We are practicing this until we make it, until we don't have to practice anymore if it's just second nature. So try to shut down your internal critic. Life will give you plenty of opportunities to compare yourself in a negative way, your body, your style, your bank account, your social status to other people, you know, in comparison to other people. It is a waste of time. It will always be a waste of time. Stop wasting your time. Make a commitment to yourself to redefine self-criticism as a waste of time and begin getting really good at at shifting your mental energy to positive self talk thoughts build yourself up so that if somebody try else tries to tear you down the ground you're on will be too stable for them to touch you 
Another thing that I have done and I really encourage you to do is writing a list of your achievements in life. Go as in-depth as possible. Even if it's small stuff like you won an award as a kid or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Write a list and think think of all the things because you're building yourself up in that way. You're not tearing yourself down and that's huge for me. That was really big for me because I always thought that I was like less than, which isn't true at all at all and it feels good to start loving yourself it feels good to feel confident it feels really really good no matter how many times the negative self talk talk tells us that it's you know it's not a good idea that we need to doubt ourselves Uh, don't listen to that (laughs) um this might sound like a hot take but i promise it's because i care about you and your movement towards self-love and self-confident confidence um People don't care or judge us as much as we imagine. Even when we can be sure that someone looked at us and, you know, looked us up and down and judged us, what's going on in somebody else's mind shouldn't shouldn't matter to us. Because ultimately, most times that I've thought someone was judging me, they were scowling because they were having a bad day. This happens at work all the time. Somebody will walk in in the morning and they'll like be scowling and they won't say hi to me. And I go, oh, what, what did I do? Are they mad at me? And I'm like, uh, wait, let's not do this again. All right. <laughs> um, I don't care. I'm going to let it go. And then I found out later that they that their dog was up through the night puking and was sick and that they haven't had sleep. So ultimately, and this happens a lot where people are not thinking about us, but it comes across as that, right? They're not judging us. Most often people are so, are criticizing themselves so heavily and have so much self-judgment that they're not criticizing you. They're judging themselves because they maybe don't look like you or they feel unworthy. There's, if we just try to let go of any perceived judgment then we're going to be better off because ultimately people don't care as much as we think they do when we are coming from our very nervous brain. So just let it go. Just try to let it go every time it comes up. Keep practicing letting it go. Refocus your mind. Keep lists in front of you. Keep affirmations in front of you. Do do take time through your week and your weekend to um, do meditation and Keep focusing on the things that you love and the things that you're proud of in yourself because you are a beautiful, wonderful, loving, intelligent human being. And I want to see and hear you take on everything that you want to do in your life and just live a life that you love because there is abundance in the world and you can do that. And you can trust in how smart you are. You can trust in how knowing you are and how strong you are. You got this. You absolutely got this. With that, um, I feel like I covered a lot of what self-confidence is to me and how I practice it every day. I love talking about this because I hate feeling alone in it. And um, yeah, if you liked this episode... Uh, and you're listening on Spotify, uh, you can click the follow button. That would really help the podcast. Um, And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can uh, rate and review and subscribe. I would really appreciate any feedback that you guys have or any 
you know, if you guys wanted me to talk about any particular subjects or anything like that, I put my uh, email and my Instagram in the show notes. Um, it's just the Wellness Routine Podcast on Instagram. And I am, this was a great night. This was a great night. I'm so glad that um, I got to talk about this. It really fills me up to think about all of the ways that I've worked on getting to the point that I'm at and all the work that I still have to do. It's great. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys go do something for yourself and I will catch you next week. All right, signing off.